Welcome to another episode of the Family Business Podcast, brought to you by Sarawat Magazine and hosted by Ramya Elagami. With nine locations across the country, the Mustafa family's Costa del Sol Group is a Peruvian hospitality heavyweight. Inspired by his hotelier father's success, Mario Mustafa studied hospitality in university, concentrating specifically on how to grow a single hotel into a national phenomenon, something his own brand has excelled at. In growing Costa del Sol, Mario and Mariela never lost sight of what they consider to be the highest ideal in hospitality, making guests feel as comfortable as they do in their own house. Recently, Sarawat magazine sat down with the Mustafas, Mario, Mariela, daughter, Jelan, and son, Mario Andres, to discuss hospitality, the idiosyncrasies of the Peruvian business climate, and the process of phasing in the next generation. Enjoy this episode. After entering the hotel business, your family never looked back. That has become the big success story of your family business. So can you tell us more about the growth that you watched your father go through in, in this business? Uh, the Costa del Sol chain started maybe after I finished university. 1995. 1995. Because um, my project in the university was integration of hotels global Peru, from all Peru. That was the, my degree okay. in the university. And when we started, it was a very difficult time in Peru. It was terrorism and all that. That was the first hotel. Now it's one of nine hotels, nine Costa del Sol, an Inti hotel that my father starts. There are two hotels more. So now there are 11 hotels in total. Did you always know that you were going to join your father or do that? Yeah, it was like a a dream or something that I have to do it. So, so it's a dream come true. It's a dream come true. It's a dream come true, right. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit more about, like, you know, the pivotal moments in the time that you've been running Costa del Sol. Like, what have been moments where you had to make big strategic decisions, and how do you look back on them? And what do you think is today, like, you know, your greatest challenge that you're dealing with in your industry? One of the challenges was grow in, in a difficult situation of the country. Mm-hmm. That, I think, was the, the main challenge. The, the other thing is that when we start, we didn't have uh, too much credits in the bank. I remember the first time that we started, the credit was for six months. Mm-hmm. So, you, for the second hotel, for, because the, the first one was a, a, a program with the government. But the other, in the other time, they give only the, the time credit was six months. So after six months, you have to find another credit to pay the first credit. Right now, we, we do hotels, they, they give us uh, 12 years, and we're talking about 15 years okay. time period. So that was better. one of the challenges, to build hotel that is a long-time business mm-hmm. and to pay in six months. That was one of the, of the most difficult things. So today, Peru is in a different situation again, right? Like, so the situation has changed for you as a country. Are you looking at, at, at diversifying your approach, or how, how do you gauge the situation? I'm talking about especially with the emergence of things like Airbnb and all those alternate sort of sharing economy models. How do you as a family business react to this, uh, to this growing trend? One of the thing, good things in Peru is now you can think in the long term. At the beginning, you were thinking hotel by hotel. Now we have plans until 2023, what we are going to do in, this, in these years, how, do, how we are going to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Airbnb is in competition 
but also is a good way to make more people move around. Mm -hmm. Maybe the rules have to be more, more clear because they pay no taxes, they don't control the system, so they have to do some regulation on, on those. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, it's a kind of competition, it's good <coughs> when you have competition because they go, they're going to promote the, the, country, no? the country, more people can yeah. go, families can go. Hotels offer different services than Airbnb doesn't offer. Like, for example, we offer the breakfast included, or swimming pool if it's summer, or the gym, things that you don't necessarily find in, a, in an apartment. And also there are different types of clients. There are the clients that look for the local experience, are, and other clients that look for commodity. They want to be in a comfortable bedroom, they want the room to be clean every day, and in Airbnb doesn't offer that. Family ownership in the hotel business, like, you know, the fact that you are a family business, how much of an advantage do you feel has this been to you strategically and over the years, and how much of an advantage do you think is it going to be for you in the future? One point of view, a hotel is as a house. So if you run as a family, is one of the good things. For example, here we know all the people, we know our customers, so that's one of, one of the advantages. We are working like the three of us in the business right now. Uh, in Pura is working my brother, Ricardo. So there's your brother is involved too in your... In, in, okay. in the business in one hotel in, in Pura. Uh, so that's one of the things which is important. We can make feel the customers they are coming home. The other advantage is we run as a chain. It's important, not, not only as a family, it's a family of hotels, because you can go and find a Costa del Sol in nine different places in Peru. Also, when uh, you have a better relation with the collaborators, with the workers, mm -hmm. with, the, with all the people, because you are close to, to the people. So they know us, they know the person who is behind the, the business. Uh, that's very important. That's I think that's a, a human part, and is it helps that the business has heart. I, I, mean. mm, I see. Yeah, absolutely. That makes yeah. sense. How long ago did you join as the second generation or technically third second. generation? Second. Five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that experience. So uh, you joined the family business. Now let's yeah. talk about your parents, how they reacted. Okay. So okay. What, what was it like for you from going from outside, watching the business from the outside and when you came in? Was it very different than what you expected? At the very beginning, yes, because I was first I only heard about the business in my house like when we were eating or, or just talking about anything I always heard about this but I wasn't inside when I came inside I think I started looking and watching things that you don't necessarily know because for example at the beginning I used to uh, go out and eat with, with some of my of my mates, like of the workers, because we were located in other office and we have a day by day talking and knowing their problems and they also know a little more of the family. And that makes us to be more comprehensive maybe mm -hmm. with the people and with their necessities. That's lovely to hear. The other side of the question is, of <laughs> course, how did you feel when your daughter joined the business? Like, was it... Uh, were you 
did you discuss it first together how you would react to her being in the in the in the company or did you no our our children they they have chosen her their their path no she has uh, worked before in a bank and two companies and she went out to to the states to make her her masters so when she went out she decided to come back excellent if she if she wants because she wants excellent she she shows. Mm -hmm. so, so it was a free choice. I feel good. You feel good yeah. about it. No, it's very nice. We go every every day, every morning to have a cup of coffee, like at yeah. half in the morning. So it's very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I started uh, not as a as a manager, for example. I started like in a regular position, and I start right. growing up like anyone else can grow up here in the company. This is always an important uh, thing also for the other employees, I imagine, yeah. right? Like to, to communicate. But secretly, do you think you have higher expectations from your daughter than you have from other employees, if we're being very honest? Like, because this is something, I think subconsciously maybe, sometimes we expect more. What do you think? Well, I, I think, I do. <laughs> no, and I think she knows more the business mm -hmm. of somebody else because he, she was thinking and is part of 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 the family. Mm -hmm. no, she knows how how do you think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, she you knows how how, how <laughs> do I think? And also, she prepared for that. Mm -hmm. When she went to the university, maybe I think she might be thinking it it can be a good opportunity to, to work in the hotels or, and with that you prepare with the focus, mm -hmm. and we also do that that they have to go out like Maria say, at least two years outside. Okay. So they have to know the way that you are being an employee of somebody else. Okay. In order to treat them like she was in the in the in the, in the beginning. Yeah. You no, know, that's that's something I think that's that's very important. Um, and the other thing is it's up to them. When they are in the change it depends on them. Some of them want to get more compromises. Mm -hmm. Some maybe don't, mm -hmm. so they have to be very happy in the position that they that they have. I think that's that's one of the good things that you have to be happy to work happy. So be yeah, happy with yourself, true. and you are going to be happy with your life. We have another family member in the corner. <laughs> so what about uh, what about you? Well, I was in the in the hotel business before, but doing just my internship. So when I finished school, I I was maybe here. Actually, when Dylan joined, I, I was here. I was doing some sales, but just for internship for maybe like a year, and then I went to different different things, different companies, because of course, as my dad said, we had to go and have some experience and have some bosses before being here. So right now I'm doing my own thing, doing, but of course I'm always involved with the hotel and the, and, and the expansion they are doing over Peru. Thank you for that, because actually it's a good segue into talking to you about the fact that you're working in the business, but you're also owners, and how you reconcile those two roles. So have you started looking into governance structures and how you have that conversation yet? A little bit. For example, Gilan right now is in the marketing position, but always you get involved in the development of the company, mm -hmm. in the future of the company, and how the company is working. Mm -hmm. And if we are thinking in, in growing something, uh, she's going to give an opinion. Maybe we're going to hear <laughs> more than she think, but but it, I think is is you cannot separate both things. Mm -hmm. uh, but you act 
in different position when you when you do no mm -hmm. but for example when when we make a decision of growth everybody get involved yeah it's something yeah, it's that maybe we're not like my dad said in the day by day or in the organization but we're also involved in everything like if i come here like right now i'm not working for the for the firm or for the hotel i'm still looking around and see what what we can do better of course oh, of course i'm trying to bring customers and trying to, to to give the hotel like a good good appearance for sure so you're all feeling the responsibility of ownership yeah even though, though we're not working day by day for sure yeah we're trying to make it better it's very interesting you've generated that culture in your in your company because as we all know, unfortunately, not every family business is capable of doing that from one generation to the next. So maybe for our readers and our listeners, um, if you can tell us each in, in turn a little bit what you think are the ingredients um, that you think would be good to communicate to other families and how they can be more successful, making sure a business can survive to the next generation. You cannot push them. Mm -hmm. I feel you have to, to understand that not everyone wants to be in the in the same job or the same career. Also, I think you have to teach with example. If you give an example how you work, how you act, not only with the family, with the, with the customer, with the providers, uh, or with suppliers. all the is suppliers, uh, is they are going to see how it does. Mm -hmm. And it's very important that if they want to be in the business, they can be in the business. If they don't want to be in the business, it's better than not be in the business. And also, it's very important that if somebody works in the company, it's because first, he qualified to be in the company. Uh, second, you have to act in different position. If you work, you have a salary for your work. If you are an owner, you are going to receive uh, the profit of the company. So you have to see both indifferently. And the acts have to be the same. You have to go to your work pushing the accelerator. Mm -hmm. If you are not pushing the accelerator when you are going to the work, you say you don't want to go to your work, so you better don't go. No, so you have to be very happy in a good environment, a family, and the work, the, the job, no, have to be in both in the same way. Thank you. Words of wisdom from the next generation. <laughs> what do you recommend to other next gens who need to make the decision of joining or not joining or doing their own thing? What do you think they can do to take any of those decisions more successfully? Well, actually, what my parents say is, is fine. If they don't want to be in the job, maybe they don't want to be at that specific moment. Maybe they want to be later. So if, if there is not a if it's not their time, it's better to wait until it's their time and be really involved and really happy with it instead of trying to, like my dad said, pushing something that they don't want to do right now. I would say that they have to try it before they decide to go and do other things, in uh, creating a, our own job or working for someone else, but they should try because they don't know if at the moment they want to try it, their parents are going to be in the company and they would be able to learn from them. Yeah, that's very true. Of course, that's a big advantage of being in the company when your parents are. Yeah. So um, great insights. I mean, last question, I promise. I'll yeah, <laughs> take more of your time. What is today like your greatest wish for your family business? Like what is something that you really hope that you will all achieve? 
<laughs> I would actually like to get the people to, to say, instead of like a business, I would like to say they're a good family, they're good people, instead of good business, you know? Mm -hmm. Like they're good, good people, good family, that's why they did a good business. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe to see the hotels, like my father says, as a, as a home, like I want to go to any city of Peru, I'll go to Costa del Sol because that's my house, that's my home. Beautiful. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe would like to, to stop a little bit, no? And to be my husband more rest, resting, more rested. Good Wait. luck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that. Well, now we are, we are doing this because we have now a, a granddaughter. Okay. So. No, I think one of the things that, as I see, is uh, you, make a comp you make a company, you make a family company, you try to continue in the timing. Mm -hmm. No? If you see, uh, you say, what we did, uh, we started this in the 95s, in 95, no? and year 95, is going to continue for a long time. It's going to be a 100 company, 100 year company. Uh, and if you set the company professionally, and if the sons are professionals, uh, I think it's very, easy for them to continue those, mm -hmm. even having different positions, mm -hmm. having position of executive position or director position. So you can continue in the time. And it's, it's nice when you say that a lot of people is working and they live from the company, not only the family, the families of our uh, our employees that, that are right now, they are around 9,000 employees that works is part, I think, Costa del Sol is part of Peru. No, because the, the places where we started, for example, they recognize Costa del Sol, what they did for the town, how it how it became is a good company that people see. No, I think that's one of the nicest things. So if everybody thinks like that, the country is going to get better. So continuity for an important um, case study out of Peru and an important family. Thank you very much for this interview. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.